and welcome to In Business Talks 2. We're excited to welcome you to our bonus episode, The Friday Fix. We are your hosts, Tracy, Annie and Earl, founders of In Business, a networking and business support community. And together, we, we are, are In Business. Every Friday, we will be discussing a business-related subject with either one of our wonderful In Business networking members or a fellow business owner who will be sharing their advice, thoughts or knowledge on a particular topic. Oh, and make sure you listen to the end of the show to hear our guests tell us about their favourite networking tip. This week's episode is called No Jab, No Job, and our special guest is Sarah Bradley of the HR department. So sit back and enjoy. So hello everyone and welcome. We are delighted to welcome our guest this week, Sarah Bradley. Welcome, Sarah. Well, morning, Ian. Thank you very much for having me join you on your podcast today. Thank you for being here this morning. It's good to have you on here. Pleasure. Today, we're going to be talking about the hot topic of jab or no job. That's referring to the COVID coronavirus vaccine, whether or not we can actually ask our employees to have the vaccine before they return to work or for them to attend the office. Oh, that sounds, sounds pretty topical at the yeah, moment, doesn't it? Yeah, a bit contentious as well. Yeah. It certainly is, and it's it's been in the press. There's been a few well-publicised companies suggesting that um, the vaccine should be mandatory for their employees or their workers. Uh, is that is that going to be quite common, do you think, then? What sort of problem do you think that'll cause? I've certainly been asked for this advice from my clients already, so there's certainly interest out there as to what people can and can't say when it comes to whether or not we can ask our employees to have the jab. And... No, it's not a straightforward. It's not a black and white answer. I could actually say that the it is an easy answer because there's lots of individual rights when it comes to whether or not we have to take medical treatment. And actually, the black and white answer might be, no, you can't insist that your employees can have the jab. However, um, it's not as straightforward as that with certain industries. So if we've got vulnerable groups, um, so such as care homes, there might need to be a little bit more consideration that's put into the, the topic. Um, if you're just an office environment where people can work from home or if you're an industry that doesn't really involve interaction with other people at a close proximity, the answer's quite black and white. It, you're really not going to be able to say you must have the jab. That's right. But having said that, it still could potentially cause problems, though, couldn't it, for organisations? Um, how, do you, how, do you, how do you go on? I mean, it's all helping to prevent people from spreading COVID in and around the workplace. So it's, it's quite, a tricky, uh, quite a tricky subject, really, isn't it? What would be your advice then to an employer? What would, what would you say? How would you, how would you broach it with, a, with an employee, even? I think that the employers and the businesses that are really keen on the vaccination, um, they should really start to talk to their employees about the jab and about some of the impact, positive effects that we can find in the research about the jab and just express why they think it's important for their industry. There's still too many open questions. Um, I'm, I'm certainly not a coronavirus and COVID expert, but we don't really know the full effectiveness. Could social distancing still work in certain environments? If enough people have had the jab, will that be sufficient? It's a matter of time. Um, the business themselves need to carry out a risk assessment and they need to really consider why they believe the jab's important. And it's really clear to us all that if that was a care home, that would feel more relevant than mm, if yeah. it was um, another environment. Um, we need to then understand the individual's 
situation why they are saying they don't want the jab. So some people have quite strong philosophical beliefs or quite strong religious beliefs that would mean that any instruction or insistence on them having the jab might mean that you could face an indirect discrimination claim on the grounds of philosophical or religious belief. All right, so it could be really, uh, it could be a really tricky subject, really. Then, couldn't it? it? Could be really a bit of a um, difficult conversation with some people, I would imagine. Yeah, it's it's really not straightforward, and it would then come down to kind of proportionate means and reasons. So, I was thinking about this ahead of talking to you. If it's a very very small business, and you've got a very very small team of staff, and to have one person without the jab would fundamentally affect your operations. It might be a legitimate response to say, actually, because of the size and resources of our organisation, we can make this decision to say, I'm sorry, but we can't continue to employ you if you don't have the jab. But if you're in a larger organisation and it's possible to reallocate the person to move them to a different role to, to reduce their contact with vulnerable people, it would be fairly impossible to restrict anybody's employment on a decision that they won't have the jab. Right. And you say you've you've already had a, a, a few businesses sort of broach the subject with you and ask you a few questions about it. Are they concerned? Is it a big worry for them? Um, I think it's not really knowing still. It's been a lot of uncertainty with um, COVID and coronavirus. Some people's individuals beliefs as uh, business owners or there are members of staff that might be saying I'm not coming back if everybody doesn't have the jab. And so it's going to be a case by case basis. There's going to be lots of conversations and discussions with individuals to really make sure that we um, implement this effectively and get the economy going again with our businesses back at work. I mean, I could see there being quite a few tribunals over it, you know, and maybe people's view on it not being respected for for certain reasons and causing all sorts of trouble in the workplace. Yeah, it's got the potential. I mean, there's quite a lot of legislation to support the individual. Um, there's actually a medical act which states that you can't make or ask or instruct somebody to have medical intervention against their wish and their will. So that's an interesting one. That's um, kind of within our human rights. Yeah. Um, but it may not mean, so you can't insist somebody has the, the vaccination, the jab, but it, it may not mean that that completely removes the ability to be able to dismiss somebody from their job like I said if it's a small organization and um, it's going to be difficult to work with the situation of that person not having the vaccination it might be a reasonable response it's going to be on a case-by-case basis there's going to be lots and lots of uh, conversations taking place yeah definitely definitely it's um it's very uh contentious isn't it contentious. Yeah. Should, should businesses then be thinking about if they haven't already about uh, broaching the subject now with their employees is it something they should be starting to think about having a conversation i mean what would your tip be to start start having a meeting with people as soon as possible and just discussing it with them rather than forcing any issues immediately what what, what are your thoughts i mean is there's also data protection as well so when we say about conversations to get to the extent of saying, well, I've got I've got 30 employees and I'm going to make a list of who's had it and who hasn't, you know, containing that information on a list in that way is subject to data protection regulations. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah, I've got so, that. Yeah, oh, yeah. The person doesn't even have to, you know, you can't oblige somebody to give their medical information without 
justification so we can we can only ask for medical information with consent if somebody doesn't want to give the consent then yeah another can of worms for us to think about there Mm. but what should we do we should be open about our business view as a business owner and maybe start to send some educational information around about what the vaccine involves what information we can find but people don't have to tell you have they had the jab haven't they had the jab it's an interesting one it really is yeah, I think you're definitely. going to be kept uh, fairly busy up this uh, yeah. next year or two then, Sarah, with uh, what's going to be happening and with the jab or no jab situation. It's a little bit like when some employees wouldn't didn't want to come back to work when we came out of the first lockdown. And it's yeah. a case of just looking on a case by case basis, understanding that individual's reason um, for why they've got their view and just trying to work together to come to a reasonable resolution. Um, and, and that's kind of the fundamentals of all employment law and HR management, understanding the person's individual Definitely. position. And you can help them do that, can't you, Sarah? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> of course, you, you, can. Of course you. you can, of course Thank you can. Uh, if anyone does want to get in touch with you, uh, Sarah, would you like to just tell us uh, your email address or your, or website, your or or website or whatever, or telephone number, just to, just to broadcast it out there so people can get in touch if they do have an issue about the jab or no jab situation or anything HR-related, of course. Yeah, um, contact me on sarah.bradley at hrdept.co.uk. And my website's really easily to find. It's the HR department leads. Um, lots of information on there if people want to register for the newsletters. There's some free resources on there as well. So, yeah, great for any business owners to get in touch. I'm really passionate about helping business owners understand what their rights are when it comes to employment law and HR management. Sometimes it can just feel like there's lots of legislation out there and it's quite difficult to understand so any business owner that's kind of scratching the head, wondering what direction to take when it comes to a people decision, just give me a, a call, drop me an email. That'd be great. So yeah, sarah.bradley at hrdept.co.uk. Excellent. Thank you very that's much, great. Sarah. Thank you. And uh, just before we leave, I believe Trace has got a question to ask you. Oh, yes. We know we know you're a notable networker. Um, do you have any tips for uh, our networkers out there? Yeah, get involved. So networking was new to me when I set up my business. Um, and I managed to just get involved so by that I mean if somebody asks you to be a visitor host then then do it because if you're the visitor host you're the person that's got the excuse to welcome the guest and say hello and ask them who they are and that might not feel so natural to everybody so if you've got a defined role um, maybe take an active role in being group leader if there's breakout sessions or if there's discussion groups so my tip is even to those that are feeling a little bit frightened or nervous about networking just get involved give yourself a role that means that people know who you are and that they'll come to you and start a conversation and um, even as I said if that doesn't feel natural to you lovely brilliant excellent thank you very much sir that was really informative and we appreciate you coming on today and telling us all about uh, the hr department and how to solve the or potentially jibble jab jabba jib jibber jabba jab not easy to say <laughs> the jab the what the, <laughs> the jab or no job the jab, jab or no, no jab, jab of course it is thank you uh, sir we really appreciate that it was very kind you. of you and good to have you on the on the podcast take care thank, thank you, you. Yes, thank you bye We are almost at the end of this week's episode, but before we go, we are excited to tell you about our In Business Talks to episode this coming Tuesday. Our special guests on next week's podcast are Dee and Alan Lazenby of Lazenby's Financial Services. 
We're really looking forward to speaking to them and digging deeper into their experiences as a business couple. Thank you so much for joining us this week on In Business Talks 2 Friday Fix. We hope you've enjoyed it. And if you have, all that we ask is that you simply tell a friend about the show. We'd really appreciate it. Until next time, this is Ian and Tracy. And together we We are are in in business. business. Goodbye. Goodbye.